0: Hello, and welcome back to the best of Mark and Jeff. Settle in and relax as we do our best to entertain you. Mark is always remembering a thread of a memory, and it seems like the more we talk about it, the more we dig into it. He does create a deep well. So let's dive right in. So Mark, I really can't wait to see where we're headed today. Tell us, what nugget did you dig up? That way we can both jump into this memory i dig my own hole why don't you just start
1: okay well jeff um you know my 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 grand thought on today's show was exactly what was the earliest memory of what we now know now to be rock and roll am i recording jeff i don't see oh my yeah li- okay okay good yeah you're recording okay, okay. um So, so here's my this is my earliest recollection, Jeff, of of uh, rock and roll, Um, 1958, summer of '58. I think my sister drugged me over to Finley School, uh, which is an elementary school on North Hill, Akron, Ohio. Yay! And um, they were they
0: one of our rivals by any chance? one of the rivals. Oh yeah. Sort of was.
1: Yeah. Sort of okay. the gang down the street, you know, the, the non-parochial set, but that, you know, it uh-huh. was the, it was the public school closest to home. And I actually went to, uh, uh, kindergarten there uh, where I excelled in, uh, mat sleeping anyway. Good deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the summer they had, uh, uh, it was like a parks and rec thing. They had, uh, uh, games set up for kids, you know, activities. Now there was no swimming pool, Jeff, but uh, we had something called caroms. Do you remember caroms?
0: I I do not.
1: What? Okay. It sounds well, like it was,
0: bouncing off each other.
1: Well, it was kind of a, 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 a it was kind of a crude uh, uh, version of pool. I'll say. You know, you played it with um, you you had a cue just like pool. Only like a little short and flat table where you where you struck these caroms around and tried to get them in pockets. So you hit one carom and tried to knock the other carom in a pocket.
0: That's kind of what did I they, remember. Did they slide or did they roll? Yeah,
1: yeah they slide. They slid. They were kind of okay, like okay, all right. They were kind of like big
0: checkers, I guess. That's exactly what I was picturing. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got it yeah, now. We'll we'll, we'll we'll
1: have to give our our listeners a, a picture of. A Karen board. But anyway, that was one of the big activities they had, uh, you know, arts and crafty things going on there. So anyway, Jeff, my sister, I remember walked me over to, uh, Finley, which was maybe quarter mile from home. You know, this was like the outer reaches of, uh, of, uh, what's now known as free range kids. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so so we we got on the the grounds at Finley. It's like a parking lot, like a gravel parking lot, I guess, with a big chain link fence around it. And out of no, out of kind of out of nowhere, Jeff, I heard "Rock and Robin," Bobby Day's "Rock and Robin." Now, why wow. exactly was that playing? I I imagine that uh somebody had a portable radio you know they had those portable radios back in fifty eight with a battery about uh big as your car battery i mean these were this was the forerunner of the of the boom box. wow and I, okay. and i think and i think somebody had uh <clears throat> you know had their uh radio on and rock and robin was playing. and what was cool about it jeff is 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 I was thinking while it was playing gee, this is fun. This is liberating. It's nothing like my parents' music. My home, my parents were probably home listening to the Texico Hour and Boris Goldofsky. Um, yeah, yeah, they liked that stuff. Um, you know, parents, to distinguish our music from our parents, our parents liked uh, uh, Hit Parade. You remember that, Jeff?
0: I do. Yes. Was that yeah. Diane Shore by any chance?
1: Yeah, I think she was part of it. I think she was part of it. You Know Perry Como might have dipped his toe in there. Uh, my parents also liked uh swing kind of left over from uh the 40s and and w- wartime, so Is that you like know
0: Tommy Dorsey and stuff, yeah.
1: Tommy Dorsey, Benny Goodman, that that whole gang. My mom, of course, was a, a sucker for old Blue Eyes Sinatra, and that was. That was, that was her second love, other than my dad. Uh, she just loved Frank Sinatra.
0: Hey, um, I'm just curious, what did they listen to their music on at home? How did uh, they get their uh, music? I, th- I think we had, between the,
1: the dining room and the living room, there was like a little ledge there. And I think they had, a, they had a, like a, a radio plugged in up there. I just remember it was kind of high between the dining room and the living room. And I'm well, it
0: better sound throughout the house. Yeah, that was just
1: a I think a convenient spot where mom could, you know, do her thing and hear it throughout the house. Um, did they
0: have albums by any chance?
1: No, nah, this is I think this was before any and they did any of that. They were more listening online and little Enzo Stewarti now and again. Uh, Perry Como was a hot ticket back then, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom loved
1: Como. What did Delaware, you know? I remember my mom What about
0: uh, Fats Domino, Blueberry Hill? uh,
1: That kind of wasn't like uh, Perry Como.
0: (laughs) Well, no, but that's still, that's what my mom liked. Oh,
1: oh, you're saying, okay.
0: You know, things in that age group. I mean, the Pat Boone, I agree with 100%. There was Duke Ellington. Yeah. I think Elvis was just starting out and she liked some of his songs. Really? Really?
1: No. Yeah, see, my, I mean, but
0: it, see, I never thought of him as rock and roll.
1: Elvis? Yeah. Really? Now that's curious. What exactly did you think he was doing up there?
0: Well, I actually saw him in Georgia at a grocery store in nineteen fifty seven. Oh my god, I did not know. it, it, it might even have been nineteen fifty six. But he was playing on a flatbed trailer, you know, like okay. a farm trailer. Yeah, they, and, had, you know, uh, they had a microphone, some amplifiers, and stuff set up. This is in Georgia. And he was singing. Yeah, it was, this was in Savannah, and it was before we moved back to Ohio. So it was it was late '56 or early '57, and you know he was just a you know the grocery store band guy kind of thing, and you know it was interesting. It was loud, you know, and it, he just never caught my attention. I, I really don't know why, but I, you know, I can say, yeah, I saw him win. I knew him win. That's,
1: that's insane, Jeff. I I did not know. I, you know, here I am talking about some uh, pedestrian recording of uh, a rock and Robin and you're
0: talking about the King of rock and roll. That's, that's just, that's crazy. I, wow. again, I I don't even want to spend and this show, anyway, I don't want to spend any more time on him because I I really, I mean, I had a girlfriend that I was dating that she was just in love with him. Mm-hmm. And she was very religious. We even went to the Cathedral of Tomorrow in Colorado Falls.
1: Yep, yep Religiously,
0: yep. no pun mm-hmm. there. But we yep. would sit at home on Sunday night and listen to albums of Elvis singing gospel songs. Oh, and her so and her you- mom were just sitting there. Humming okay. along and having a good old time. Okay, let let
1: let let us let, can this Elvis stuff and save it. I happen to love Elvis Presley's uh, gospel spiritual material. The other stuff is okay. a joke to me next to next to his his uh, his
0: gospel music. Oh man, he's got the emotion. I I agree a hundred percent. But it's just yeah. I was more interested in the secular side of things mm-hmm. while we're sitting there and waiting for mom to go to bed. So we get down to more serious yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he made some really long albums. I'm telling you. Oh man. Wow. Okay. So let's get back. Let's get back to 58 yeah, in Philly. Yeah. yeah let's crawl great... out.
1: Let's crawl out of the rabbit hole here, Jeff. Exactly. Um, exactly. So,
0: exactly. so, so Jeff, here,
1: you know, here's the scene there. You know, they played a lot of softball on the, on the, on the, on the, on the uh, tarmac next to uh finley school and there was high chain link a high chain link fence around that that end of the building and i think the 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 chain link fence that uh paralleled Talmadge avenue that was that was the home run fence in other words they you know they had they played yeah that uh, was a high one there softball well, that was a it, busy road that was a busy road so if you got it over there hey more power to you you know you were you were the king um so I, that's what I remember. I remember guys with uh high flat top haircuts. I remember I just would die for engineer engineer boots in those days of course i wasn't <laughs> a, I wasn't allowed to have them because that was kind of a rebel thing um but that but but you know w- what did uh dr morris Massey say it's 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 what you didn't have that mattered and
0: um, Yeah, pretty much so. You were envious of people.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. I, so, so I wanted the DA, you know, I wanted the uh, flat top, you know, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted. But what, you know, so I showed up at the playground looking like uh, with a striped t shirt off a of Burt and Ernie set. And, uh, you know, the cool guys didn't have that stuff. Were you playing
0: Where's Waldo? <laughs>
1: Uh, I was uh, pre uh, pre Waldo, Jeff. Uh, he was he was. I can picture that. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, I always felt uncomfortable in my eight year old skin. Yeah, I, uh, I I did have the flat top at that time. Oh my uh, gosh! I remember, I remember the the barber down the street. I mean, he was like a half a block away, and everybody in the world went to him. Mm-hmm. And I'd sit there. I was the youngest one in the in the room, and I'd listen to these older guys who were probably thirty. Oh, my God. Can you believe 30? Yeah, that's nuts. But, you know, they're saying, is that kid still getting a flat top? Yeah, when's he going to get a comb over? I don't know. He's not old enough yet. And <laughs> it stuck in my mind until I got, believe it or not, I was in seventh grade. Uh-huh. And my Uncle Jerry, who was 10 years older than me, yeah. and he uh, he sat me down one day in the basement. And he says, we're going to train that hair. And he just got a brush out and started brushing my head over to the side okay it's tough to retrain a flat top you got to get all that bear juice yeah yeah whatever the barber put in there the creamy stick stuff yeah you know but it it took about three or four hour sessions and he was really patient he says i don't want you to be i don't think he used the word geek i think he said i don't want you to i don't want you to stand out I mean, well, but between being heavy set and, and acne, I didn't have a whole lot of choice, but at least I had a good hairstyle. Yeah, there you go. And you
1: had enough uh, Vitalis and Brill Cream uh, to, to you know, make that oh stock go up.
0: Brill Cream, I, God, I love that stuff. Yeah. It yeah, smells so good. I can still smell oh it, God. Jeff.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So. All right. So let. So let's yeah let's let's just
1: do kind of a wrap on Finley. You know we we had summer games there, and that's where we learned about uh, rock and roll. And uh, I I know I, I just remember having that distinct uh, <clears throat> trepidation about my parents because they they just they just wouldn't understand. You know oh, they had only been, they had only been through the depression. And World War II, how could they understand anything as important as rock and roll? Come on.
0: Well, exactly, exactly. They're old fashioned.
1: Yeah, they just I, uh, they, they didn't get it.
0: I, I when you started talking about rock and roll, it reminded me of some of the songs about that yeah. time period. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they were—it's like splish splash. Yep, I'm taking yep. a bath.
1: Bobby Darin. There's another yep. one
0: called Yakety Yak. Don't talk back. Yep. Yep. And then there was another one, Purple People Eater, yeah. which was really freaky. How about you?: uh, Oh yeah, yeah, and Hollywood
1: Argyles, yeah. So and yeah, and, and I he- think that's you know I think Jeff, what 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 we're talking about here is I think some of the fun you know some of the fun uh, what we call them uh, novelty tunes kind of sparked our interest up front, you know. I mean, we weren't quite into the love songs yet, but but boy, we could relate to a one-eyed, one-horned, flying, purple people eater.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you what, another one of my favorites at that time was Ricky Nelson. I mean, he was a teen idol; he had his own show, mm-hmm. you know. And it was like you had to had to watch every episode and then listen to his songs on the AM radio. Well, you aren't going to believe and this, Jeff.
1: He's uh, uh, Ricky Nelson's one of my all-time favorite. Uh, 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 Vocalist. Um, wow, uh, it, it, you know he, he didn't have a lot of range. You know he just like a like a half an octave, I think. But he used what he had. Um, well, it's funny
0: because he he sounded like Elvis, only saying things that I wanted to hear. Yeah,
1: does that make any
0: sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Makes a lot of sense. One he of, was one a of my crooner. F- yeah. Well, he was kind of a post crooner. Yeah. But he was more. He was kind of. He had a foot in each, each era. Uh, one of one of his uh, songs was one of my favorites. Is uh, they call me a teenage idol? You know that one, Jeff? I remember it. I do. Yeah. They call me a teenage idol. Some people say they envy me. It was just a wonderful song by a truly a, 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 a TV star who was just kind of by
0: himself. I just well, he was his. getting. He was getting it. He he was probably tired of the, all the attention he was getting. Yeah, you know, and just well, looking for
1: a. Well, you know, I Jeff. It, you know, Jeff. His uh, his dad uh, was uh, was a big band singer. Is that Ozzy? Yeah, Ozzy. Nelson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ozzy okay. was a big big band singer. So, so he, I, he yeah, sort it was, of came
0: by it naturally, I guess. The music I, part I,
1: of it. I think so. I think so. I but I just thought the world of him. and they gave him they gave him stuff within his within his reach. You know, they, they didn't give him stuff that was just goofy out there. So yeah, there you go. Another thing we have in common.
0: You know, it was just one last thought. Um, this was right before some of my favorite music started hitting us, st- like Telstar, mm-hmm. Tequila. Dwayne Eddy put out Rebel Rouser, the mm-hmm. guitar stuff. Because, I mean, I was at, you know, the the surf bands and the, mm-hmm. I mean, the Beach Boys is a whole nother subject, but there was like the Safaris, which was all guitars, and they had some wild stuff. That was probably in the 60s, I'm getting out of our time range there. But this was the start of it all. This, this particular this, era yeah. is when it all started.
1: It, it really is, and you know, and you just – brought up another genre that uh, is virtually lost, which is the instrumental. You know, almost all those things you mentioned were ins- instrumentals or oh, yeah. almost, almost instrumentals.
0: Man, we could do a show on that.
1: Yeah, we could.
0: Tubular uh, bells.
1: Tubular bells. Wow.
0: Scariest movie I ever saw. The Exorcist. Uh-huh. Wasn't that the, the music that they played with that one?
1: That sounds about right. I don't know why I
0: associate those two together. But I,
1: spitting pea soup and yeah, yeah. That's I think that's it.
0: Well, with that in mind, maybe we should wrap this up.
1: Yeah. yeah, What do you think? I I think so. We just wanted to get some get some good memories out there of the early days, and gosh, I think we've done it, Jeff. So maybe we could uh, turn this over to Gary Benor, our ace. Technician and see 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 what he can do with it. So yeah, yeah, at
0: this point he he might even cut this out and reinsert what I'm about to say. Okay, <laughs> because I wrote I wrote a closing, believe it or not. so oh, go for wow. it. Wow, here we go. Okay, wow, that was a fun ride down memory lane, and it provided its own soundtrack. I need to thank each and every one of our listeners for indulging us while we try to preserve all of those musical moments in time and just why they're so special. So let us know what you think, maybe even share this episode on Facebook and include some of your favorites. And as always, we'd like to make a special shout out to our sound engineer, Mr. Gary Benor, for the wonderful creative mood music and his expert mixing, and for not making me sound like an old fart completely. And remember, Tell some stories and do some good. Thanks for listening. It's a wrap.